0: Hello again, and welcome to all you ever wanted to know. It's the first Monday of the month, which means it's Monday with the mayor, and we've got Mayor Bob Maloney from the City of
1: Yorkton with us today. How are you doing today? I'm doing just fine. It's a gorgeous day out there. That, you know, it's actually <laughs> warming up. If it wasn't so windy, it would be nice. But uh... yeah. The weather's been so cold. I mean, you know, you look through through most of February, it was mm-hmm. bitterly cold. And I understand it's supposed to warm up a little in the coming week.
0: You know what? It's absolutely the way that they're uh, saying, projecting things. You're right. Uh, it's something we can look forward to. Uh, but you know what? Uh, it's been such a back and forth. I mean, we had such a great December. Christmas was, was picturesque, but still warm. And, uh, and then it hit us in February.
1: Well, I was I was I was chatting with someone online last week, and uh, he's a global warming proponent, and I and I said, oh, okay, th- this is probably going to be our <laughs> coldest winter in Western <laughs> Canada in a hundred years. So, explain to me how global warming is is mm-hmm. causing. And it's amazing how they've they've tied everything from the the, the price of tea in China to right. it's it's all it's all due to global warming. Polar and vortex I, is. Uh... <laughs> it must be it must be nice to have a convenient file that you can put everything in, and everything that happens is because of that. I mean, I, I wish I wish it was so easy running a city. For sure, <laughs>
0: absolutely. Well, you know, it, uh, it's been an interesting winter. We obviously haven't had a lot of snow, no. and it's funny, even the, the snows that we had were timely because Snowarama got uh, got going with oh. a great uh, <laughs> amount of snow, which is uh, necessary for them. Uh, but I think for us, obviously, that's always one thing we look at. Uh, I hesitate to mention the snow removal budget because, I mean, last year we got most of our snow after. After this
1: point of last year, so uh, so, how are things looking for that? that's always the problem because you, you know, before, before January, you're working on last year's budget oh, after okay. ja, after January is this year's budget. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're doing fine so far. Uh, but as you said, you know, a couple of storms and, and you're behind the eight ball again. Yeah. Uh, but what we've done, we've, we've decided to take the drama out of it and, and, and we put in money and that money rolls over from year to year uh, because we know we're going to use it. Yep. Uh, occasionally we, we'll take something out of there if, if, if it gets too high, but you know, you're going to do it. You're going to you're going to have one, bad year and you'll mm-hmm. use up all the money in that fund yep. and, and uh, so we do keep it in a, in a rolling fund uh, when we have good years great we put some money away for next year because uh, it is Saskatchewan and we're going to need it but uh, this year uh, the, our winter ha- the story of this winter has been cold weather and, and mm-hmm. uh, that of course uh, affects a lot of cities I know the city of Moose Jaw has had a lot of water main oh, break yeah. problems yeah. Uh, they, they've been hit hard this year and I know in Yorkton like uh, I'm told our, our frost line is only about six inches above above our pipes right now. Really? So uh, I'm hoping we get a warm-up and a gradual warm-up. You don't mm-hmm. like to see big swings in weather because that's when the ground yep. starts shifting. Uh, so I'm hopeful that we'll uh, we'll avoid some uh, some real problems, but it, it just comes with, with living in this climate. When the, yeah. the, the frost line moves up and down, it doesn't bode well for pipes. Well, this is a, a hum-
0: more humid place. Obviously, the ground is a little bit uh, more moist, so you, you always have to worry about that when you do have uh, frost hitting. You
1: really do. And I, I don't think there's any way around it. I know I've driven through Flin Flon and, and and I see pipes in, boxed, in mm-hmm. boxed structures that are insulated above the ground and I always wonder, how does that work? Yeah. Uh, I should probably stop and talk to the mayor sometime about how they make that work <laughs> in right, Flin yeah. Flon because it, it's, you can't bury pipe there. No. It's It uh, would be so expensive because it's all a rock. Mm-hmm. And uh, so everybody has their individual uh, issues as time goes along. I know Winnipeg, I think it was three years ago, Winnipeg had huge issues. Uh, some businesses were out water for months uh, mm-hmm. because of, of lines freezing and and crews that just couldn't keep up yeah. so uh, you know I, i'm hopeful we'll be able to get uh, into spring in a few weeks without mm-hmm. uh, without too many more issues
0: well and i we do want to give a shout out to uh, the city workers because they have done a great job of uh, making sure that everything is cleaned i mean i still feel extremely blessed to be able to drive on these streets <laughs> you know obviously some aren't able to be uh, gotten to as quickly as others and then we do get to spoiled so uh, sometimes it's obviously not going to get there as much as we would like but I, I think we've got a pretty good setup here and we've got some great staff that, uh, that do a great job
1: they really do uh, I I know if you've been out uh, traveling around Saskatchewan uh, I've got a daughter living in Regina and and when we visit uh, their roads can be a real challenge mm-hmm. uh, uh, this winter's better than some others but uh, the you know a lot of the, the lanes will get pretty rutted in in uh, both Saskatoon and Regina is struggling, and I, I can't imagine trying to clean that many streets because mm-hmm. they've got a lot more streets than we do yeah. and uh, we're very proficient at it. I think our, our crews do a good job and And you mentioned the cold weather. I was driving to, to work last week and, and there'd been an accident on Broadway and and uh, the RCMP are, are standing out there, the fire services are responding and and uh, in bitterly cold weather like that it uh, it really is nice to thank the guys for the work they do because uh, redirecting traffic in, in, yeah. in that kind of cold temperatures I believe it was my, my Thirty something that morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, it bitterly cold out there, and and uh, we really do want to thank them for all the good work they do on our behalf. Absolutely. Now uh, we haven't seen again. We
0: this is not done yet. But uh, like you said, we haven't seen many of those uh, water main breaks uh, this year, have we?
1: I? We've had a number. Uh, I know uh, looking into earlier in the winter, I think we had four breaks in in a day and a half, mm. and uh, they seem to come in in runs. Like generally, mm. you'll you'll get a few in one area, and and uh, uh, and when you get those breaks, you, you get lines that, uh, you know, the tension is eased on that line because there's a break and then you're firing everything back up. There's a bit of a shock to the system yeah, again. Yeah. And uh, where you've got weak spots, they show up pretty readily. Yeah. But uh, it's it's a miserable job, uh, you know, make, making those repairs in, in in this kind of weather and uh, uh, a very difficult thing. And, and uh, we're fortunate we've got a, a good group of professionals looking after that for us. But I don't know if we'll ever get around it. Uh, mm-hmm. You bury the pipes as deep as as uh, as technology says you should, and uh, you still end up with issues. Absolutely, well, it's, it's great to, to see that we <laughs> are coming through winter here, uh,
0: now that we get uh, get ready for things. I mean, we've seen a lot of growth in the, the community in different ways. Uh, uh, the economy may be slowing a little bit, but uh, how are you seeing a growth when it comes to uh, to housing starts well, and businesses? Well, things
1: have slowed. Uh, yeah. I, I know everybody's seen, uh, you know, when you're looking at housing starts, uh, uh, many communities, you know, the, we, at Suma, the province was talking about that they understand that they, they'd put an additional PST tax on on, on labor and construction. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, that had not gone over very well in the industry. Believe it, yeah. And uh, people in the industry are pointed, pointing to that as a reason that housing starts have have slowed so much in virtually mm-hmm. every city in, in Saskatchewan. Even in Saskatoon, where, where things were really booming, it has slowed down. And, uh, you know, I think the the breaks in our economy, when you look at oil prices and, and investment, uh, I'm really concerned, especially around the oil uh, industry. Uh, while, you know, it, it seems 9,000 jobs in Quebec are are, are are far more important than 189,000 jobs in Western Canada. And I'm really concerned about the, the oil sector. Uh, I think, people are coming to realize the, the impact it has on, on everyday life in Saskatchewan. And, uh, you know, paying attention to that sector and supporting that sector, I think, is important moving forward. And, and uh, you know, it would be nice if our federal government would pick up on that and, and, and get behind this industry mm-hmm. uh, because it is hugely important in, in Saskatchewan and Alberta and, and to all provinces across Canada.
0: Now, for those that uh, that are, are hearing you say that, uh, why is it so important? Obviously, yeah, there's not necessarily a lot of talk about the, the why. Uh, and a lot of people, they get their minds set on one thing. Why is it that uh, energy is so important to Saskatchewan and the rest of the country?
1: Well, it's, it's, it's a huge contributor uh, when, when you're looking at investment. And uh, w- when these companies invest, they're creating huge jobs, lots of employment, which means tax dollars that roll into both provincial and federal uh, coffers. Uh, those tax dollars pay for things, whether mm-hmm. it's health care, education, uh, equalization, yeah. uh, provinces that don't do as well across the country uh, uh, benefit from equalization. Uh, some provinces, I know Saskatchewan is, hasn't gotten any money out of equalization in some time. We've been paying into it, and uh, that's not necessarily a bad thing. I mean, it's it's part of being in in Canada. Uh, but that those dollars that, that come out of the oil sector are paying for a lot of things across the country. And uh, when that, uh, that money is... Is not there that means that those that equalization will not be flowing and the money's got to come from somewhere else mm-hmm. and uh, and when that's the case then you're going to see more hardships uh, I know people in Saskatchewan I was reading online today they're going to see their their power bills going up this month uh, uh, the carbon tax which uh, many in Western Canada including myself are against, uh is going into effect so you'll you'll probably see something in the range of an 11 extra dollars on your power bill this month will wow. be going will be going to uh the carbon tax and uh, to my mind, uh, it is a tax. It doesn't offer any real value. We're told we're told we're going to be getting this money back, and and uh, I, I can't think of anything that brings uh, uh, politicians and politics into more disrepute than, than than taxing people and then giving them the money back. I mean <laughs> that makes absolutely no sense to me. It doesn't help the environment, and uh, and so when you when you look at uh, at all these uh, gymnastics, uh, I like to call them fiscal gymnastics, going on uh, to no real end. And, and so people are going to see that come, but people will see it come off their bill this month. Mm-hmm. And, and that is a real impact. And we're told we'll get it back. But you know, if, if we're starting at 30 or $50 a ton, and, and some in government want to see it at $150 a ton, yeah. it, it's going to get expensive in the not too distant future.
0: Now, we talk about uh, the economy. Obviously, that's uh, an important part of, of your job and uh, working alongside uh, city councillors, trying to make sure uh, you don't have the luxury to, to run a deficit. So uh, how does that look for uh, Yorkton? Obviously, you have to cut or you have to raise. Uh, tell us, what uh, what's the state of the city of Yorkton right well, the, now?
1: Well, the city of Yorkton's doing quite well. I, I know, uh, you know, m- big concerns uh, when I look at our downtown, there's a lot of empty properties in our downtown, mm-hmm. and, and there's been a real shift. Uh, you know, when I, I talk to other mayors across Saskatchewan, they're seeing the same thing. Uh, there's a shift in retail, and uh, that retail shift, a lot of people are looking online, uh, they're purchasing online. I, I used to see a delivery truck coming to my house with something that my kids had purchased, yeah. And, and that same delivery truck now is is stopping at every house around the block mm-hmm. with online purchases. And uh, nothing wrong with buying things online. I'm not against buying things online, but I, I, I prefer buying them from a local person who's running a business yep. because those local businesses pay property taxes. They provide employment for, for people in the community, perhaps a summer job when you've got kids mm-hmm. in high school. And without those local businesses, uh, you don't have that. Yep. So, I mean, when you're when your kids are in high school and they want a part-time job, uh, they're going to have a hard time finding because Amazon isn't hiring, uh, mm-hmm. you know, in, in, in the city of Yorkton. So, it, you know, it's important to look for that kind of stuff. Uh, our economy is doing quite well. Uh, there's challenges, as, as there are in, in, in every economy. But uh, I think Saskatchewan, and, and particularly in Yorkton, we, we're, we're never in that boom and bust. We've always been a slow-growth city, mm-hmm. and uh, and I see that continuing in the future. Well, you know, we've had, we had some business closures. We've got lots of business openings, uh, new development across the street from the mall. So when you see these things happen, I think it's cause for optimism, mm-hmm. but, but I think, uh, you know, until we get this oil industry uh, thing settled down and, and, and people back working and investing again, uh, it's going to be difficult, you know, difficult to see our Saskatchewan economy
0: boom. Absolutely. You're listening to All You Ever Wanted to Know. I'm Scott Fitzsimmons. It is Monday with the mayor. We've got to Mayor Bob Maloney from the city of Yorkton, and we're going to be back right after this on All You Ever Wanted to Know. We're back here on All You Ever Wanted to Know. It is Monday with the mayor, and we have Yorkton Mayor... Bob Maloney and it's great to have you here with us today. Uh, now 2019 is underway and uh, I know obviously plans for uh, tax increases, things like that uh, you're not going to see uh, tax <laughs> cuts on that necessarily because again, we've talked about this before. Uh, but what, what can the city expect
1: moving forward? Well this our, our taxes put to bed some time ago, but at 2.9 percent was our tax increase this year. Uh, and I think people can expect to see uh, this money being spent exactly where we've said it would be spent, and that's on streets and roads. Uh, Last year, we had one of our our biggest uh, paving uh, projects uh, in our history. Uh, This year, we'll be even bigger. We'll be finishing the second half of Broadway this year. Wow, Uh, nice. This segment, a lot more business is involved than this segment, so we'll be getting information out as soon as we can. Of course, it all depends on spring and and when things start to warm up for us, but I know our contractor will be anxious to get going and, and and uh, as soon as things warm up, we'll be getting information out to people that will be affected, particularly those businesses about when we're going to be paving in front of your building. So you can schedule holidays or, you know, schedule around uh, around this work as, as best you can. And, uh, and with that, uh, we've got a number of other projects. It'll be our biggest uh, paving program that uh, the city's ever done. This will be the second year in a row. Uh, where people are going to see their their tax dollars are going into streets and roads and and that's been our focus and will likely continue to be our focus and until we get rid of the potholes. well we we normally, talk about uh, two seasons in
0: Saskatchewan, winter in construction, so I mean, it's something we should be used to by now. But I did, uh, I want to give credit to you guys for for the way that it was strategically timed last year. I spend a little more time on the, uh, the west side of Broadway, so uh, when you had those different uh, construction sections chosen, uh, you kind of had an idea of what to do, what to plan, and it didn't end up being too long uh, in each section. So it gave a little bit of a reprieve, even though you know – that uh, this work is going to be done.
1: Well, the shave and pave uh, program that we we've been working on for the last couple of years is a lot quicker than, than, uh, than having to do mm. complete rebuilds, which yeah. frankly we can't afford anyway. Uh, but the shave and pave uh, process is pretty quick and, uh, uh, really good. You know, the quality of the work last year was excellent. And, you know, we look forward to that, uh, more of that this year. So many comments from, from, uh, people who drive through the city, other mayors that drive through the city, they sure liked our, our, our roads. Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, we, we know that uh, we'd, we'd let them go o- over long, really, uh, to do this. Uh, there's some major work that was needed to be done with pipes. We were hoping to get funding. That funding did not come through. Mm. So uh, we waited as long as we could, and and uh, when that fell through on us, then we knew we had to go ahead and, and, yep. and do some paving. And that's what we're doing. We know there's some pipe problems underneath, and, and uh, uh, you just hope you don't have to dig it up three weeks after you pave it. Mm-hmm. But uh, you can do what you can afford, and the shave and pave was a— uh, uh, as, as something you know is a program that works for us right now yeah, and yeah. and many communities are going through the same types of things uh, I see communities going more and more to concrete in, in high travel high stress areas uh, on roads and uh, you know it's something that we've tried in yorkton and 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 so far it looks pretty good so we'll be taking note of that uh, mainly for just high stress high traffic areas mm-hmm. uh, york road would be one that I think would probably be begging for concrete when you look at the truck traffic on that road uh, but that's going to be another cause for concern because York, York Road is not in our projects for this year. Uh, we know it needs some work, but it's in the Highway Interconnector Program. Uh, we're hoping the, the province comes on board with us and, and funds, and, and when they do, we'll be moving forward with that.
0: Now, talking about working alongside the uh, provincial government, uh, we do know the uh, budget, obviously, is going to be coming down soon, and that's one of those things that you deal with. On uh, on a time afterwards, so figure out what the, <laughs> the government is saying. Then you can plan your budget to afterwards. Uh, what are you anticipating for uh, for this year's budget? Is there anything that gives you any reason to believe that? Uh, uh, you can plan ahead of time at
1: all? Well, uh, you know, in, interesting information. Uh, Premier Scott Moe speaking at SUMA and, and said they're they're looking at, at, at presenting a balanced budget, mm. uh, which I fully support. Uh, I think balanced budgets are, are really important. Uh, uh, I think we've been living beyond our means in this country for many, many years, both provincially and federally. Uh, we can't afford many of the programs we have, and un- unfortunately, once people have programs, it's hard to take them back. Mm-hmm. But we are b- living beyond beyond our means in, in, in Canada. And I, I think most people who've paid any attention to how these things work and, and ballooning deficits uh, would agree that uh, we have to stop doing this. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you're running $10 billion deficits every year, uh, it, it, it's a huge issue. Uh, when you tell the public you're going to have a balanced, uh, a balanced budget in four years out, uh, you should be attempting to do that. And, and I think it's, but people should demand that uh, of politicians. I know in, in cities, uh, I will not dispute the fact that we've raised taxes, and we have, but we do balance our budget every year. Mm-hmm. We're, we're not going farther into debt at the expense of, of local residents that have to pay for it at the end, at the end of the day. And, and I think our, our provincial and federal government should take the same challenge because, uh, uh, frankly, as I said earlier, I think we've been living beyond our means for far too long. And, and I worry about our next generation like, how much, What kind of tax rates are, are these young people going to have to pay uh, to pay for decisions that, that my generation and the ones before me have made? Well, I
0: look back to my teenage teenage years when I was starting to pay attention to politics a little more, and uh, y- you just uh, realize that everybody was just trying to uh, pay down their deficit. I mean, and, and so I'm learning all these things, and and so when people start pushing, the, well, you know what, we're going to try for a uh, you know a balanced budget. You're like, well, this makes sense. Uh, you know, why wasn't this done in the first place? Uh, so, I mean, obviously, you know, when things get tighter, and and you. Can't necessarily drop everything. Uh, it makes it a, a tougher decision, but again,
1: that should be the goal uh, moving forward. Well, it has to be the goal, uh, you know, when when uh, because you know in in politics there's many many things that pull you many different ways, and 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 the things that that, that pull you should not be getting reelected. I mm-hmm. mean, and 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 too often I, I I see policies that seem to be directed at getting reelected, not doing what's right, mm-hmm. and, and and you know to me that's kind of the litmus test for, for, for politics about, you know, get it right mm-hmm. and, and uh, do what you need to do and, and worry a little less about getting re-elected. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, that doesn't seem to be the way it is. <laughs> and uh, I'm not naive. I mean, you need to get re-elected if you're going to have a chance to, yeah. to bring in policies that are going to help. But, but I think we do need balanced budget legislation, uh, provincially and federally, because the, I, I don't see any movement, uh, you know, especially federally, uh, to get a handle on how much money is being spent. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and personally, I, I, I'd like to see foreign aid, uh, you know, a, a stop the foreign aid until we address some of the situations that we have. I mean, there are reserves in Canada that have been uh, boil water advisories for decades. Yeah. And, and, I mean, there are a lot of issues that we need to fix in regard to housing, Housing on reserves, housing in cities, affordable housing. Uh, there's so many things that we files that we need to work on, and and uh, and I think there's some prudence needed to to get us in that direction. Absolutely. Well, moving forward in 2019, obviously paving is a
0: big uh, a big part of it. Uh, we're going to see the new landfill a little bit uh, uh, closer. I guess you could see. Uh, it was a big announcement to uh, to to talk about this uh, what does this new landfill do for the city of Yorkton and what are you excited about uh, moving forward
1: well basically it's a business and and that you know we we've, we've moved into a, a regional landfill uh, scenario uh, a lot of smaller communities can't afford the cost uh, there, there've been environmental changes and regulations mm-hmm. to build a pit and, uh, and most smaller communities can't afford nor nor should they get involved in building these things because they they cost a lot of money and uh, and the city of Yorkton can take this on, and we we've, we're basically delivering that service as, as a regional landfill now, and uh, you know it, it's helping communities out around out, that are around us, and it's also good for the city because the tipping fees we charge uh, for this stuff coming in will pay for new pits and and we're we're making sure that all our expenses get covered Mm -hmm. and so that we're able to provide this service and i i think it's a really important service Uh, people need to know that when we when we've got chemicals and different things that that go into a landfill situation they're being dealt with properly Mm -hmm. Uh, the pits are lined we've got testing to make sure nothing's leached there's no leachate into groundwater there's a whole bunch of new rules and and i'm not opposed to the new rules but they've made it prohibitive for smaller communities to build new Mm -hmm. pits And uh, so Yorkton is delivering this service, and and, uh, I'm quite proud of it. I think uh, there's been a lot of planning. Michael Buchholzer and and, and the people who work in that area for us have have done a lot of terrific work mm-hmm. and uh, we're starting to see some of the fruition of, of some of the things we've been working on in this area it's going quite well
0: well I think it's it's good to know that we've got this here I mean and I'm sure again when you work hand in hand with all these different communities uh, the realities are even for small businesses now some of the services are being subscribed out because again it's a it's a smaller monthly fee that they can they can handle whereas this again the same thing you can't uh, build your own pit necessarily because the the economic, sorry, the ecological effect uh, can be drastic. Uh, well,
1: it certainly can, and and, and the costs. So, you know, if you're looking at a, a new pit, you're looking at four five million dollars. Mm-hmm. A lot of these smaller communities, I and mean, if you've got a com- community of, of 500 people, mm-hmm. how are you going to fund that? Yep. and and it's it's just it's really taken taken it away from these communities. But but at least the, you know Yorkton is a, a central location where we can take deliveries. I think we have 30 or 30-plus communities that are delivering to us now. They all have to have recycling programs. That's a big part of this. Uh, we're seeing through our uh, environment uh, committee that uh, the the actual waste going into the dump is coming down and coming down by a lot mm. because we're doing a lot of recycling and we're mm-hmm. keeping things out of that dump that don't need to be there. And uh, so in, in doing that, I think it's good for the environment and it, it, it uh, it's, it's a good business model as well. Absolutely well it's good to see that uh, again this is uh, up and running
0: and and even just the plans moving forward hearing about uh, the talk when the the original uh Presentation was made and the the uh, the tour of it uh, I heard was pretty pretty hot because it's black and it was right <laughs> in the in the sun. But again, it gave people an idea of of just the the technology that's gone into this uh, and the importance of it.
1: Well, w- water water sewer and, and and landfill are increasingly important. I know our, our new water plant. Uh, I've I've lost track of how many awards it has won. Oh wow! In in ecological awards, uh, we we received a, a Canadian award through FCM uh, for the project in, in protecting the environment uh, uh, and, and saving money at the same time. Because yep. I, I know when I first looked at the drawings at the first meeting and uh, I were shown the drawings and I, I thought, well, okay, well okay we got a fish pond and we got walking trails <laughs> and, and this is really nice, but we can't afford this. And uh, I came to realize, uh, as it was explained to me, that by having the, the fish pond and, and having settlement ponds that are on, on site... We weren't having to push water back through our system and 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 uh, to do that we would have had to build pump stations which are Mm -hmm. really expensive and break down and uh, by doing it this way we didn't have to build those pump stations we we could treat the water on on site and mm-hmm. it was actually a big saving. Yeah. And, uh, and as you learn more about it, I started getting more excited because, I mean, this is a really good idea. Absolutely. And, and you know, it, it's amazing how many small town ideas, and I, I view Yorkton as a small town, how many of these small town ideas uh, really get national attention. Mm-hmm. And in winning this award, I had no end of people coming up to me. But fortunately, I took, I took some of the, the people who work in our waterworks division, I took their cards along so I could mm-hmm. say, okay, you need to talk to people who actually <laughs> understand That's how right this thing. works. But there were so many people, so many phone calls, tours, uh, people coming to see it. Uh, We just uh, had our our staff uh, deliver... a, a session at Suma, uh, mm-hmm. our recent suma on on our plant, how it works, the efficiencies and and why we went that way. A lot of people coming in and talking to our staff afterwards about their presentation about how this works and 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 talking to me as well about how visionary we were in doing this. Well, this was all our staff that was visionary mm-hmm. in doing yeah. this. they've forgotten more about water works than I'll ever <laughs> learn, but it it really is uh, it it's nice to see things that work and work well. And we, we, we've been so fortunate to have, a, have those two main projects, especially in, in landfill water, wastewater, that have done well. Our our big wastewater project is going to be coming up in a couple of years. We're going to need to do some work on that end. Uh, Expensive projects, but again, these are projects that the province and and the federal government have Mm -hmm. have helped fund. And I'll give them lots of credit for that because they are so important for uh, cities our size that wouldn't be able to manage. I mean, you're looking at a 30, between 30 and 50 million dollar project. So uh, for a city our size to take it on on our own, it just, it wouldn't happen. But in working with the province and the federal government, uh, we'll be able to manage it and uh, and do a good job that will serve the city for, for 50 years down the road. Absolutely. Well, it's great to
0: to have you here to talk with us about the different things. Obviously, uh, winter hockey season is just (laughs) wrapping up. Uh, What are some of the other events uh, coming forward uh, that we've got to
1: look forward to in our city? Well, there's a lot of things uh, that are going on, uh, working with so many different groups. Uh, We've got uh, our third annual council get together with Yorkton, uh, Orkney Wallace and York Lake Regional Board. That'll be coming up. Uh, Staff Service Awards, of course, are coming up as well. Uh, Some good projects. We've got our our Painted Hand Casino Powwow is coming up in the end of May. And we've got another uh, number eight hole at Deer Park Golf Course. Uh, Some work uh, being completed this spring. Uh, Hole number seven, a new green, is to be uh, completed this year. Uh, of course, the Deer Park Men's Club very much involved in this. Uh, uh, what generally happens on these projects, the city puts forward the money to get the project started. Uh, the Men's Club does fundraising and other things and pays mm-hmm. us back. And uh, wow. it's a it's a terrific relationship. I wish we got paid back on all of the projects <laughs> we did. That would be great. But I really want to pat the, the Deer Park Men's Club on the back. Uh, they, they do a terrific job with us. And uh, we've got Pinty's Curling, which mm-hmm. is coming back nice. uh, again next January. So uh, everybody can start thinking about getting those tickets for Christmas presents uh, for next uh, <laughs> uh, for this uh, this fall because the uh, Pinty's curling is so part uh, so popular in this area. So there's lots of terrific things uh, going on, uh, big events coming to the city, along with our regular group of events. Yorkton is an, an event-driven city, so it uh, uh, things are looking pretty good as we uh, move through in 2019. Wonderful. Thank you
0: again for being here. It's always great to talk to you. Uh, Monday with the mayor on all you ever wanted to know. Mayor Bob Maloney from the city of Yorkton. Anything else you want? to say before we wrap up
1: not really just be safe out there it's still cold and uh, we get those icy conditions so uh, we had an accident in a in pedestrian walkway last week so be careful Mm -hmm. out there absolutely
0: thank you again for being here it's good to talk to you thank you this has been monday with the mayor once again with mayor bob maloney from the city of yorkton and again we'll have him back again next month as spring is about to Spring. Coming up in a moment, we are going to hear from Elias Dummer and Toby Mack, and you're all request lunch after this on the Rock 90A5.